Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here and wonderful to have your company for episode 171. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news and then we dive into a special G.I. Joe review of the new six-inch Hasbro figures. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Well, hoi, hoi. And Darren. Hello, one and all. And we are we back. We are in the studio. We are back. <laughs> all all minus Darren. Uh, we've had a good run here in South Australia. No active cases. Um, no, no active cases in the state. In the yeah. state, So yeah. that's absolutely zero. And uh, we're doing pretty well as Australia-wide. Uh, but we had one case in the last, what, two weeks? Yeah. And that was uh, like found out to be someone that was flying in for business or yeah. whatever. So they, they fixed him up or whatever and now zero. So uh, we felt very comfortable to come and uh, meet face-to-face again. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, so here we are. <laughs> All right. Should we hit some latest news? Yeah, let's do it. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? I'm Batman. But she's got a new hat. So who likes buying figures sight unseen? I'm not a big fan because the last figure I bought sight unseen was the unnamed one. And I was, and that's going back to the Masters uh, of the Universe yeah, classics. classics. And I, I put that guy up on a pedestal and then when he actually got revealed the leaks from eBay and things like that, I was seriously disappointed. Really? Re- I super disappointed. Okay. I I had this the biggest monster that rivals King Hiss yep. in yeah. my head. And I got a evil orco. Yeah, you know, and, and honestly, <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of the unnamed one. The, the faceless one. Of the yeah, the, the faceless yeah, it looks one. Looks like yeah. a scareglow. Nah. no, no, that's faceless one. Un- unnamed one is essentially a bad orco. Right. Yeah. So, and and that's yeah, all pun intended, a bad orco. <laughs> so, um, but I reckon if I had seen it firsthand, I would be like, yeah, okay, I can accept that. But yeah. because they um, pumped it up and and all this and left it. To your imagination, yeah, that's what ruined it for me. So, well, I, what do we think of this uh, other new latest? Well, uh, I tell you what I did with my unnamed one. I took he came with two heads, the trollin kind of head with the mask, and then this like helmeted head. I took the helmeted head, chucked it on a Lord Dactus body, and painted the whole thing red. So I've got like this demon thing with big wings as my unnamed one wearing this like helmeted head and, and so he looks much so better. cool like, yep. and that's yep. my unnamed one like I don't want this little evil trollin like a Gorpo type character but that's a really good um, backstory so I about a month ago NECA came out with their loot crate and as we know NECA bought out loot crate and obviously what are you going to do in your crates you're going to do Ninja Turtles right so they came out with this four figure bundle of loot crates 
The first figure was a Mirage-style shredder in the purple and silver with the black shading. And I'm like, done, I'm yep. in. And they alluded to... Sold. Yep, sold, yep. done, <laughs> take, take my money. And they alluded to the Rocksteady in the bunny suit. And then they said there's one from the video game and there's another one from the animation. So everyone was speculating. We've now got the official image of what the video game character is. And when I first saw the image, I thought... What is that? Yeah. I don't actually know what that is until I realised it was the turtle being electrocuted. Yep. And it, so it's done. He's got... And they talked about new parts. So he's got a totally new head, which is that mouth Screaming. open sort of scream. Yeah. He's done in almost a very scare glow-esque um, bone and shadow type paint. And he will be glow in the dark. Yes. What are your thoughts on this now that you've seen it? If you hadn't... So I know... Darren and I probably bought into this loot crate. Ben and I'm in Frank, as well. I, you, re- you're I in? recently uh, bought in. Right, whole, you bought in. I, I'm only in for Shredder, but because I'm not going to go deep on this. Now line, that so. you've seen this, do you regret going, uh, I'll, not going? If, in? if you were to say, "Look, I'll, here's twenty. I'll buy. You know, sell this for twenty bucks. I'd buy it." Yeah. But um, you know, from you guys, but I'm not going to go all in and get Correct. a bunny rock steady yep. and a, un- another unknown animated figure yep. and it's not going to I'm not going to lose any sleep if I never get this figure or whatever my concern is is looking at the splinter movie shredder that came, also came in with the uh, loot crate is that it's sort of they hype it up in these wicked photos of that do. Here's this photo. Look how wicked he looks, translucent and blue, and he's you know got the blue flames and yeah. things. And then you get it, and it's like, I, oh, see, I didn't think we, it was going to we look were, like that. Trent, Trent and I were actually talking about that just before we started, and I, I, I never expected it to look that good. Yeah. When uh, I, I looked at it, went, that's some amazing photography. Now, I bought in just based purely on the nostalgia of that moment in the film. Love it. But I knew... When it was coming, I was like, "It's not going to look that good. It just, it can't. No, it can't. Look absolutely good no as the way. You know, with the, the. I agree. The nostalgia for me is in that scene. There's a reason why it was on the Luke Crate site and not in comic stores or or collector stores on on shelves because it, it was, you know, wonderful photography to pull up the heartstrings of our love of that that scene, which is really the heart of the film. Mm. Well, I think in the right pose, this could look pretty cool on the shelf. I'm just a bit worried about what this thing's going to look like stuck in its package. <laughs> well, all black, like it'll just get lost. Do you think, I, I, I just think it's it's only going to look good in that electrocuted kind of pose. Yeah. I just think it's going to look silly. Take, taking a leaf well, out of McFarlane's yeah, book. I agree. Don't you reckon? I, like, it has to come with some sort of a flight stand it or has something to. because that whole the the figure is based on that the sprites where you get electrocuted and they're they're leaping in the air going yeah. ow that really hurts. If it's just a figure with this ridiculous <laughs> paint scheme it's going to look strange. It's going to look very odd standing on your shelf. A lo- lot of pictures of uh, him and Scareglow I think are uh, <laughs> imminent. All right, moving on I think. All right. Yeah. So onto some Marvel Legends news. We got uh, news. This now this goes back to uh, a bit of controversy we've talked about before on the show, where Hasbro have a habit of taking the builder figure from the Marvel Legends wave and releasing it as its own thing. They've now done the same thing for the recent Kingpin wave, but they have changed it up. This is a very much a retro paint scheme uh, I think coming from the very much the 60s 70s style kingpin where he's got I think like a, a an orange like almost scarf like a bit of a um, 
was it Fred from Scooby-Doo type thing? Uh, and I think he's even also got like a bruised face, like he's just yep. been in a fight with someone. So the, it is some noticeable paint differences, but it's it's the same buck and you've got the same people complaining, going, why would I bother jumping in? Blah, blah. Look, to be honest, I, I think this one is not going to look as good. I think the, the Builder figure one looks like the modern interpretation of Kingpin. I don't think this retro colored one is for everyone. It does come on the retro card. So it's got that lovely artwork that we've seen on some of those retro figures. Um, not for everyone, but it's uh, it's an option if you want if you want a good looking kingpin. Yeah, I think you just have to be used to the fact that toy companies own the sculpts, own the molds, and they could do what they like with yep. them. Um, you know, I mean, if you're buying these things for the love of the figures, you know, you've got your kingpin, right? You, you bought it, you got the set, you got the other figures, you've got your nice kingpin. Look, it's still unique. And for those people that want a retro style kingpin in those retro colors there you go and they'll probably most of those people keep it mint on card maybe for that vintage spider-man style packaging and away you go so i mean look this is the toy industry they're gonna try and utilize these molds to make the most out of it yep and and i don't think you can be too disappointed when they do that i think people have coming around to the fact that this is this is the norm right Uh, a a some of the weaker builder figures, your Calibans and that recently, they're not going to get a single release, but stuff like Kingpin, stuff like Groot and, and anyone that's a big name as that builder figure, or Thanos, for example, he's at about three different re-releases. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's what they're going to do, and it makes sense. Yeah. All right. Now, we are going to get into G.I. Joe, the Hasbro six-inch figures a little bit later on with a very, very cool review, but they've hit early way early yeah, I wasn't expecting cool. them until like middle of the year I thought it was June was the, the timeline I had in my head and yet um, one of our good Patreons has actually managed to land a set and we'll be uh, speaking with him a little later on mm, so very cool and look the positive is the, the feedback is overwhelmingly positive mm. so that's great to hear because we were a bit unsure of the colour apps when we sort of first yes. saw them so it'd be great and, and sometimes with this stuff you've just got to see it in hand, yeah, right? For sure. All so right. True. Let's do some Morphin time with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. We do have some really cool packs coming. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these, or some of them are going to be exclusives, as we know. Um, but we've got, this is a really cool pack, Zordon and the Alpha 5 2-pack, which is a Walmart exclusive. But um, if anyone remembers from the show, Zordon is essentially the mentor for the Power Rangers, and he's that basically that big face floating that shows, head. floating yep. head, uh, that shows up in a blue light. Um, and Alpha 5 is the his little robot. He's the Jar Jar Binks of the series? Pretty much, yeah, yeah the comic relief. <laughs> so that's, I mean, it's always, I always think it's fascinating when you get an action figure that's not in the stereotypical format of, you know, head, arms, legs mm-hmm. sort of thing. You just get a giant floating head. <laughs> like, that's your figure. I, I find that fascinating. And we'll talk a little bit about Black Series later on yep. with Han Solo in Carbonite, you know. Yeah. Like, when you're getting that as a figure, you know, non-articulated block. <laughs> the, 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 the meat from Rocky. Yeah, the meat yeah. from Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> These are fascinating. So that's why, anyway, that's one of the, the two packs, which is really cool. We're getting the Space Psycho Green Ranger in Lightning Collection and... Before, you could only get the Putty Patrol in a a two-pack. With I think it came with the Green Ranger at the time. Now you can get double putty action with your Putty Patrol <laughs> two pack uh, so, Army Builder action, time. Yeah, and that and look, it. that's 
a gold move, That's right? That's going to sell. Yeah. And, and uh, not listed here, we've also got Lord Zed and the mm. Witch. Rita Repulsa. Oh, well. yeah. yeah. so um, that's pretty cool. That had been announced before, right. but that two-pack, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is, we've seen which pictures is of it, cool. haven't we? Yep, definitely yeah. in oh, package, nice. and uh, they come with a few like gems and things to... Uh, they've got the their staffs crossing in the pack, yep. so oh, it's pretty cool. Right, cool. I think that's an exclusive for Yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, yeah. And... I don't know if you guys have been out or not, but they're starting to shop in Kmart and things. It's some of the yep. later waves. Uh, but, yeah, interesting to see that getting a bit more exposure in uh, on, on retail stores. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of getting out, this is something that will actually do the opposite and keep you indoors. Mortal Kombat 11 Ooh. have announced a what they're calling oh. Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. And basically, oh this is something that we've been rumoured for a while. We, we were anticipating more DLC on top of the characters we've already received. But this has actually got a lot of story DLC. Yeah. They, they had a trailer and it basically show, almost shows the end of the game and then something else happens. More Shang Tsung rocks up and goes, no, we need to blah, 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 because time travel or something like that. And essentially there's uh, more story to, to the Mortal Kombat story. On top of that, you're getting three new characters. Uh, we're getting Fujin come back, who's the god of wind. So he's got some really cool moves he can do. Shiva... Eh, could take that or leave that. These were characters that were all rumored and speculated on. People dive dive into the dove into the code, uh, but then the one that I don't think anybody saw coming: oh. Robocop. 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 Yeah. Robocop. Yeah. Oh, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just absolutely bananas. Like yeah. I don't. So you could literally go, all right. In the same way that the previous the Mortal Kombat X, you could have an alien versus a predator. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You can now have Robocop Terminator. Versus, versus the Terminator. Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, your army yeah. is the T eight hundred is in there. So yep. Spawn and every oh, Spawn man, is Spawn's oh. already in. Yeah, yeah. I've been mucking around with Crazy. that. But Crazy. Just, yeah. It's it's and they've now also, they're also introducing friendships back into the game. Yep. Which is pretty funny in, you know, the modern era how it's really, really hyper detailed gory graphics. And Scorpion throws the spear off screen and he just pulls his giant teddy bear in for a <laughs> hug. And he's like, oh, yeah. friendship. And he's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. I did see a fatality where there's like an old school arcade machine yes. beside the, you know, where they're fighting and he basically, you know, crushes him with it. Yep. Um, but little nods like that, oh, it's just so cool. Yeah. It's, they're very, uh, very clever, these yeah, guys. Very good. I was waiting for. Because, you know, with, like, previous releases, they do, like, you know, the complete edition, yep. complete spelt with a K, yep. and you get everything packed in. I sort of thought, with 11, I'll just wait till the complete's yep. done, and I could be waiting a long time. Well, there is, like, a bundle deal where you right. can get this plus the all the previous DLCs, so that Spawn and, and or Joker and all the characters have been released, plus the, the base game, and I think it only comes to, like, $90, which is okay. what... Oh, yeah. I, what I paid for the original a year ago sort of yeah, thing yeah. so yeah. whether it's the last DLC of it who knows yeah. <laughs> alright gotta jump on at some point I guess mm. alright some other news from the Star Wars Universe Black Series had a number of new exclusives released in the last day um, this is what I was talking about I have to chat to this one you can get the um, Han Solo figure in Carbonite and I was wondering, because I remember when we got this one, we got the Power of the Force version of Han Solo in Carbonite. And I remember my, my brother got it for Christmas in the stocking. I got the Imperial Dignitary. And we opened it up and it was just this plastic lump. And we're like, what do we <laughs> do, do, do with, with this? And then we really, like, I think 
some somehow we tapped it or something happened and a, a Han Solo figure popped out. And oh. we're like, oh, cool. So the Han Solo and Carbonite actually had a Han Solo Inside. and a piece of Carbonite. And he went cool. in and unfortunately, he didn't look like that classic Harrison Ford pose sure. of being trapped because he was like a figure that went in. But, you know, you got a playability. I was wondering with this one whether you get the Han Solo nah, figure or not. And you sure. don't. No, you don't. And and I, I worked that out basically. Yeah, he's fourteen <laughs> exactly. He's fourteen ninety nine. That's how you know. And they don't you know, like when they're selling these, you read the little bio and it's like, you know, boasting so many points of articulation there's no there's no comment about articulation right because it's just a hunk of plastic zero points of yes. zero doesn't move and, so, and three paint apps totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey interestingly he comes on the vintage style blister card like those original kenner figures and it will be the first figure if i have got this right to feature return of the jedi in that vintage style packaging so that's kind of cool um, Carbonite. That's the selling point. That's the hook. Yeah, yeah. that's the hook. Get get in first. Um, I did. I, I should mention these are all going to be Amazon exclusives. Mm. Um, these carbonized figures are all the rage at the moment. This is where Hasbro are doing like a repaint of the figure, but with kind of shiny metal, like yep. metal armor, a little it's bit shiny. It's the new chrome. Like the new when, chrome. When chrome yeah. first came to figures, everyone was like, oh my God, I need it because it looks so shiny. Yeah. So you can get your Darth Vader in his carbonized style. Um, I haven't been a big fan of the carbonized. I've been, I mean, they've been hard to get here, yeah. but I have been passing on carbonized. Um, but another really cool one is a two-pack and it's a two-pack, like, you get both in single cards, if that makes sense. But you must buy them together. Um, $49.99 US for four Lom and Zookas. Again, vintage-style packaging, um, Kenner-inspired. And they look they look great. So um, hopefully they're easy enough to get your hands on. And you're not uh, hunting around too much uh, online for those. Hunting for the bounty hunters. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Very cool. One can only hope. So we also have some exciting NECA news. Uh, Pixel Dan and Randy Falk from NECA did a um, video chat, and a lot of interesting information emerged from that. Try and um, unpack some of it. So big thing is quarter scale Casey, um, sorry, 1990 Casey Jones and movie um, 1990 Splinter are coming. So Frank cleared the shelves. So I, I honestly, since I heard that, I've been looking at my shelves, going, "What the hell am I going to do?" Like it's, uh, yeah, both good and bad. On top of that, you've then got the uh, the animated turtles that we we've seen. You know, pictures yes. of the Raphael yep. and yeah. four of them as well. It's like suddenly I've gone from no quarter scale to having what, like ten or more, like <laughs> and trying to work out how to put them on a shelf. It's uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good problem to have. Yep, but it is a problem nonetheless. Now, on just on the case, you just wanted to reiterate that neither Casey comes with an inter interchangeable head or a second head mm. um, they did try and negotiate a deal with um, Elias Cotez so my apologies if I didn't pronounce his name correctly who played Casey Jones in the, the original trilogy he didn't want to do it it's as simple as that um, so it's not happening um, so I'll, I'll we've got the, <laughs> the hockey pad mask, um, which is his eyes, and and obviously the build of the figure clearly looks like it's film accurate, but without that second head. Mm. Disappointing because he does 
feature in that film pretty much without the hockey more, mask More on. without the mask. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but absolutely. Look, if I only had one choice of head, I would pick the hockey style. Oh, definitely. And, and definitely. isn't that the thing? If you yeah. had the figure, you might go, cool, that really looks like the actor, but which one are you going to display? Yeah, with? true. Yeah, yeah. I, I think because we don't get the extra head, we're getting more weapons. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that, that's cool. my thing, and uh, I hope that's the... Yeah, and, and maybe a bit cheaper. Maybe, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, look, I suspect that's right. NECA is certainly not skimping when it comes on stuff. And we know that they work really hard with, with talent to try and get these deals done. So I don't doubt that they're attempting doing it. Yeah. Now, yeah. there's also more two-packs coming. Um, so the um, 1990 figures are moving from, from um, GameStop to Walmart. And that means that what is what is old is new again so to speak and in the 30th anniversary year is no better time to re-release the turtles so they're all coming out in two packs there is also going to be a foot soldier two pack which will include the weapons rack that uh, has that was the one that was in the um that villain set no no the uh, exclusive i think yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. with splinter on the chains yeah 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 sure yeah so that's coming and that's really exciting and can't wait for that there has been some work done on the possibility um and, and it's a distinct possibility of getting a fred wolf style um turtle van out in the line or a sewer or or an underground sewer place set that connects to that new york diorama oh, that's oh, huge oh. can it connect underneath that that'd be insane yeah. it's, it's a, six, yeah. a six foot play set for your six inch figures just about so you know you've got the street scene yeah, yeah. yeah. and then connects it connects underneath oh, to that. that'd be sick wouldn't oh. it, it connects <laughs> underneath it yeah. as ben wow. said you know um so yeah it would be be pretty sick um and you know the, the great thing is that randy sounded really passionate about how turtles is going and you know the plans they've got beyond what's been announced for for fred wolf for for the the um the first two movies um the arcade game stuff but he also talked about mirage and you know Ooh. doing looking at the numbers from how shredder did on the loot crate Thing they do think there is a picture from Mirage. It's going to look very different to. to Ben's uh, going. No, I've I only got so much money mm. and space. I tell you, I'll, I'll tell you Start what. saving now. Yeah, having yeah. having yeah. shuffled my turtles around recently, yeah. I was looking at the Mirage stuff and going, "Do you know what they need? They need a Mirage Splinter to just oh, really, yes. really yeah, cap, yeah. cap that line off." Yeah. And the thing about Mirage is, it's not a Walmart or a Target line and yes. it doesn't just doesn't have the brand recognition randy said but they think there's a future for it on sites like loot crate possibly collector stores things like that about a there is definitely a market for it that's what oh, yeah. mirage fugitoid fugitoid triceraton yeah um yeah I, i'd love a, a renee a renee yes um, yep yep like there's the re- oh, what's quite a the, the, what's the girl the shredder's uh, Karai. 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 Yeah. Karai. It turns up in the uh, I mean, issue Mirage. 50. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. the Rat King and yeah. all those. You got you Leatherhead do, and everything. Well, you could you do know. like you know, a solid 20, I reckon. Yeah. Like yeah. absolutely yeah, recognizable you could. You could 20. Go deep I mean, you could. Yeah. They are Amazing. wanting to stagger the release just on the point Ben made about cost. They They'll are wanting Utrons, to stagger yep. the you know, release yeah. because, because they realize that fans have only got so much money and, yeah. and they want, want to be conscious of that and they're also aware that people don't always just collect one property or one line so they're not wanting to flood the market but they've got plans and and things in place to 
for it to run for quite a while. Nice. Awesome. And um, there's also a bit of news on Defenders of the Earth, for fans of Defenders of the Earth. It's not, not perhaps as good as people would like, but the news is um, no Defenders this year. That's okay. Like, yeah. As long as we get them. I, I yeah. think a lot of things in the, I the state of the world yeah. has uh, pushed exactly back, so right. no big surprise there. At least no, as long no, as no they're still coming. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. The way Randy spoke is they wanted to show them at New York to see see how people felt about them and, and that they're not as advanced as people would have thought. They're not as advanced as some of the other things that were announced at New York, which we'll get to in a minute. But um, the response was, was good the whole genesis of defenders just very quickly came about because they basically can't do dc or marvel in that scale and and they would have liked to have yeah so it hasn't happened uh they were able to do a bit of dc stuff in between the transition between mattel spin masters and um and um mcfarlane just in that tiny little you mean the green lantern versus uh like predator and things like that yeah things like exactly things like that they're able to do aliens in that space but that's it um once that transition was complete between the licenses they're completely locked out so um that also explains why they're so damn hard to find Mm. yeah absolutely small run that's exactly right so randy's randy's really excited about this one of the necker employees came and said I'd love Defenders figures and, and really exposed Randy to what Defenders of the Earth was. And, you know, he's seen some of it on, I think, Amazon Prime Video as a cartoon. He's looked into the toys and has a really good vibe about it and mentioned that these are the original superheroes. They're actually older than either Marvel or DC. Yeah, And have they a sure history. Yep. And they've been designed sort of to be in scale with those um, those previous NECA DC releases so that you could sort of have them together if you wanted, like, you know, yeah. different branded superheroes. So they're able to get the, the license from King's Comics and they're very excited about it, as am I. Uh, speaking of things that are exciting and NECA, and there's lots of them, Back to the Future, older yes. than I am so, good. so happy. <laughs> I have wanted the Back to the Future line since I was a child. This was, uh, this was my Home Alone scream out loud moment when I first found out about that at... Um, um, New York, and and to actually see the the dates for these things is feeling, gentlemen, is feeling real. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't tell you how excited I'm about that. So we have in August we have Marty McFly, which is the traditional 1985 Back to the Future um, first movie. Marty McFly um, coming with interchangeable heads, one with sunglasses, one with that. You know, the guitar that he uses at the beginning of the movie um, on um, at you know, Doc's workshop, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, we have so that's that's coming in August. Um, a little bit after that in September, we have two more. We have Biff and um, 1955 Biff, and he comes with accessories like um, the the Grey Sports Almanac and the Ooh La La. Um, I love the yeah. fact they did an Ooh La La. And it's got the little I box. Do too. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And he comes with an interchangeable head as well, you know, the angry, you know, I hate manure kind of head. You yeah. know, it's not quite spitting out manure, but, um, but you know, that really angry, fierce-looking Biff Tannen. Incredible. So excited for this line. We also have a 2015 Marty McFly, so Back to the Future Part 2. You know, something's got to be done about your kids, Marty, kind yeah. of Marty. Um, so cool. So awesome. 
and um, comes with a bottle of Pepsi in the. Yes, yeah, that, that's what Nick could do really oh, well. Little those, those little details. Yeah, where you sit there and Pepsi go, perfect. "No one's going to notice that." Well, <laughs> yeah. I notice it. Nick could notice it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah notice everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. That that they're just absolute legends at what they do. Absolute craftsmen um, or craftspeople. And um, we also have um, so they, those two are coming. Um, Biff at 1955 Biff and 2015 Marty are coming in um, in September. And in December we have Marty in the radiation suit yep. from the first film. Is that Looking... a single release figure, or is that coming yes, to two? It's a single. So, well, yeah. that's how it's been um, yep. pre-sold on um, sites like uh, Big Bad Toy Store. Cool, sure. Yeah, oh, that's so... a good. Well, we got four figures, Darren. Yeah. That's fantastic. We've got four figures. And you know what? Like, I saw these show up on one of the um, collectible sites here at $68, $69, and then they had a price a, a cross through that in 61 or 62 Yeah. I mean, $62 for a 6-inch, 7-inch figure, usually I'd kind of go, ooh, it's a bit pricey. I look at that and I go, you know what? For these figures, that's not bad. Yep. You know, I'm yep. happy to pay $62 for those. And that was kind of a nice feeling to know, yeah, they're expensive, but... They're worth it because Necker have done them so well. Mm. All those, yeah, as you said, little details. So yeah. dead on. Yeah. And it's filling an unmet need. There haven't, sure. hasn't really been much in the Back to the Future space. You've had a, you've had a bit of um, reaction stuff. You've had some hot toy stuff at the absolute opposite end, and you've had some pop vinyls. But this is an unmet need, an unfilled gap. And I could not be more excited for it and what this line could bring. Well, we... um, and I hope it goes the whole trilogy. Well, yeah, we, um, we had no idea of the excitement, Darren, just then. <laughs> that was great. All I can say is, great, Scott, this is heavy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But, yeah, no, very, very excited. Bring him on, Necker, and, and thank you. And, and could I just say one thing? In the unlikely event that, that Randy Falk is listening to our show, there's one more movie license I need you to get. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Lethal Weapon? That's your pick? I think it's a, that's that's pick. Not a bad that's not a bad call. <laughs> All right. All right, sure. Let's, let's move on to some Lego news. Now, this got a lot of excitement on the Lego forums. We are talking the announcement of the Lego Haunted House. This is a new fairground build for adult thrill seekers available 20th of May, so just in a couple of days, from Lego.com and Specialty Lego Stores. This one's really cool. And interestingly signals a change in packaging design to show audiences that these are for adults these are more complex builds previously they used the kind of creator brand Mm, that that was you know creator showed that this was but now they've gone this full-on black box it's sleek it's elegant it's just like Like, black the architect yeah a bit like like the architect style yeah Yeah. and it's got this little pattern of bricks down the bottom um but interestingly senior marketing manager andreas helgard uh, Irvison said, so many of our builders love the Creator Expert products as they allow them to show off their passion for the bricks, whether it's their favorite moment in film, sports icons, travel destinations, buildings, fairgrounds, or vehicles. Um, so Lego sets help bring these to life in brick form. That's also why we've decided to stop using the Creator Expert branding, instead use, using the all-new adult-focused packaging designed to make it clearer which hobbies or brands these products will relate to adults. So just an interesting little pivot yeah, there on yeah. in terms of the, Smart, the packaging. So yep. yeah. very cool. Good on them. 
getting a lot of love. It'll retail for 250 USD. And it is sort of like, imagine you go to a, a, a fair or a show and you go into the haunted house. That's what this set is. So it's a beautiful looking house, but there's also a drop ride. And I think oh. you can tee it up to some motor functions, some new power functions, and actually have that moving so really really cool design i think this will be a really popular set nice. definitely because those that haunted mm. uh series was pretty popular yeah uh, that and the ha- big haunted house yeah the that. haunted house yeah, yeah so it goes for a lot of dollars mm. so very cool. very cool hey um darren did a great explanation of what's happening over at um NECA, but another really cool thing i thought from their friends over at mcfarlane was a new product line for June toys. Um, June is getting a new movie coming, and McFarlane has announced that they're picking up the license to do June toys. I know LJN did tie-ins to the um, David Lynch-directed film June back in the late 70s, um, and they had vehicles, and I think they even had the sandworm um, little kind of I don't know it was almost like a pipe that oh, yeah, it was sort of yeah, bendy like, yeah, like a like tremor a tri- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really cool uh, just a little tease there no images or anything so this but, is for the new movie or doing I stuff I think well? it's based on the new film right. is what, what I'm imagining cool um, but just a very brief teaser alright moving on to My Little Pony now and my favourite pony <laughs> Applejack is getting her Bichuju debut in a Kotobai Kuya figure Kotobai Kuya are doing these almost like the pony imagined in its As human form yep. and then there's the little pony at the feet I think these things are just so beautiful so Applejack I was just going to say if people thought I was excited over the neck and back to the future stuff you should have seen Trent during the week <laughs> yeah. um, you know he was absolutely gagging at the map well that that clip they did in the Star Wars episode where I'm like oh yes they'd actually just shown him Apple they had it it wasn't Star Wars related at all they just cut that in Um, but that was my real reaction to Applejack um quite amazing what you can do in the editing process um but yeah Applejack is the next one I think there's about four of these already lined up designed by Shayuna Yamashita Applejack is based on her Equestria Girls appearance and at the feet like I said, features her little Applejack design. So very cool. And that's not all for My yeah, Little Pony. And, and How many times do we get more than one yeah. My Little Pony? So in a, yeah, in a, in a perfect segue to that, we've actually got the... Um, so not equestrian girls. They're actually ponies themselves. And they're crossing over with other properties. So you've got... Dungeons and Dragons. There's like a five pack of or four pack of Dungeons and Dragons ponies. You've got the um, Optimus Prime uh, pony, uh, and I have to say the artwork looks amazing. Yeah. The actual pony itself looks very. What if I painted, uh, you know, Optimus yeah. Prime colors on a pony? That's what it looks like. But the artwork on the it's side really of the box cool, looks freaking awesome. Mm. And then um, the uh, I think the the best one of them all, and I showed my wife this one, and she was like, "We got to get it," and that was the. Ghostbusters, yeah. uh, uh, My oh, Little Pony. It's like it's dressed so, up in the overalls. Yeah, yeah it's got the overalls. It's got bright green, green hair, yeah. uh, pink wow. face and everything. It just looks fantastic. Like total, very cheesy, but also very oh, yeah. nostalgic at the same time. And uh, so I'm now on the quest to uh, hunt one down for, I'm, for uh, my kids. I'm just embracing... Are you all in I'm, bra- I'm embracing the brony side now. I'm, I'm a brony. I, I, I'm not there hiding it, it any longer. Oh. I'm out as a brony. You heard it. I'm doing it. I'm going all in. And yeah. 
See me in the well, gil- girls' aisles from now. On. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I guess at the end of the day, this shows about being yourself and embracing the hobby wherever that might take you. So, congratulations, Trent, on being true to yourself. That is very, very good. And for those listeners at home, now you know why I'm wearing the uh, the pony onesie today. That's um, it. That's yeah. it. It explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I was a bit worried at first, but now it all makes perfect sense. Uh, look, speaking of other outfits we've seen during the week, we got our first legit look at the new Batman film, which I believe, with all the COVID stuff, has been put on hold. I think they hadn't finished principal yeah, photography. Yeah, twenty five percent of the film, and then and then yeah. effectively abandoned it. That's right. So, uh, but we did get a look at Rob Pattinson in the full cow. We've had a bit of a teaser as what his chest emblem looks like this is the full cow with the with the ears and everything i'm gonna throw this open what did we think nah. first, first reaction first reaction not not a fan and yeah. i and i uh, have to give a shout out to malcolm Hot, uh, from our discord chat yeah. he summed it up perfectly he said it looks more like the dc champion boxer wildcat yeah yeah and i i agreed as soon as he said that i'm like that's the character i had in my mind trying to reference back yep. to who who it looked like um I have to see him in motion to yeah. to warm towards it. It's but to me, uh, I'm not a fan from visual uh, aspect alone. Does he look like it? Who said it on the Patreon page? Looks like a football. Yeah, yeah uh, basically he's John Clawford. Yeah, yeah. the, the main part or of the Captain cow. Wow. For those that haven't seen it, the main part of the cow almost looks like it's got stitching. Like yeah. there's lines sort of going across the side of his head. And when I see that, like a a, a leather mask with stitching, I just go, well, "That's Catwoman, Catwoman. Yeah. right? Okay. Like leather Bert, face, Burton Catwoman. Yeah. That's what it did for me." The other thing is he had the he had a really like high collar. It wasn't the cow that sort of goes down over the top of the shoulders type thing. It was a high a high collar that just had shades of like, um, what is it? Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, gotcha. That, that okay. style of Batman. So, and we saw the the same chest emblem we've seen. So again, I'm not really ready to sacrifice the movie based on one still. No, Let's see no. how it, see how it looks in motion. But it, but... it does have, I mean, we saw the Batmobile being a very standard looking car. Yes. We, we dissected that in a previous episode. It is that year one sort yep. of flavour, and this cowl is sort of almost something... He's thrown he's, together. Yeah, he's thrown together yeah. or he's got Alfred to whip up, you know? So, it's look, I don't mind the fact thematically what they're doing with the look is in keeping with the story elements. I don't mind that, but yeah, it's a bit underwhelming at the moment, isn't yep. it? So, you know, some of the imagery that we've previously had in Batman films has been so iconic, you yep. know? The, the you know 1989 cow is just so beautiful yeah, like so sleek so anyway I think Trent's hit the nail on the head we haven't seen the context yet it's very hard to be excited when you see something that looks so radically different without a context and and that's going to make or break it for me but you know at the end of the day it's a new Batman film and I don't have enough of those in my life so yeah. I'm all in all right, so we've got Swamp Thing returning to the TV, and I had to give this a shout-out for Does 10. So the CW Network will air the one and only season of Swamp Thing this fall. The series premiered on the DC Universe streaming service in 2019, but was cancelled following the release of the furry first episode. <laughs> How's that for a stinger? Uh, this is the second DC Universe series to wind up on the CW with episodes of the new series Stargirl also set to air on the network. No official word if a season two of Swamp Thing will follow yet. Uh, I think it's it's 
a good it's good news and it raises the possibility be it very slim that they do do a season two because supergirl originally started on nbc or one of the other networks correct yeah and then yeah. got ported across uh john constantine of course was his own show was famously only one season and he got rolled hey, into he's now uh, uh legends of yes Tomorrow. yeah so yeah, maybe i don't want to give does 10 or any other fans out there false hope but you know getting it out there for more people to see might be, generate yeah. some interest he'll be an interesting character if he winds up on the legends uh oh, roster <laughs> not sure that's quite his no, style no but still just just throw I, it I think out it's there. interesting for a number of reasons obviously in the COVID 19 era with production shut down our networks are probably scrambling to do deals for new content and i think it's an interesting window as to what kind of deals might present themselves from streaming companies with other content you know particularly defunct streaming company companies or, or services like um the you know the dc universe so it's mm. very interesting yeah we'll just have to see see what happens speaking of what happened darren tell us what's happened with powercon so um powercon have made the very tough call to to postpone the 2020 show and schedule a new show for 2021, um, which will now take place between September 11 and 12, 2021. With the show no longer taking place, the, ex- the exclusives from the event have been made available to the general public. Those exclusives include the Masters Universe Laws of Power uh, five-figure pack with a price tag of $200 US and the Shira Princess of Power um Master Universe Origin style figure for forty dollars. So um, the other thing that PowerCon has said is that Mattel and PowerCon will be trying to make some online content available around that time to people to try and give people a taste of what PowerCon might be like, particularly those who haven't been to one, and also try and give a little bit of flavour of the event for those that had been planning to go but unable to due to due to the current circumstances. Mm. Yeah. Oh, look, I just do want to make a point, and I don't want to dwell on it too long, but $40, I know, for a Shearer and uh, $200 for the five-pack Lords of Power. We I think we did a couple of conversions here, and, and that fight, they were coming out at over $100 Australian to basically get them over here. It's a lot yep. for this style of figure, and, and I almost feel... I'm not... I mean, I'm not getting these exclusives. It'll be the first time in a long time I haven't jumped in on a masters of the universe line and gone i'm all in on that and i'm cool with that Mm. because i almost feel at this point as a fan or the masters of the universe fan community being such a passionate bunch being so loyal to the property and so eager whenever there's product out there because we've been starved for so long of toys of mainstream media that we're just champing at the bit to get this stuff i almost feel like now as a fan group, we're being taken advantage of. And, and and I know the context of PowerCon. I know what Val does. And I, and I know part of this is around supporting him. He's got to buy them at a cost and all that. But I just, this just leaves yeah, a little bit of a nasty care. taste in my mouth that fans are being asked to pay. And I know there's a lot of factors that are outside Val's control that go into why they're so expensive for us. There's the dollar, there's shipping, there's all of that side of it. So I, yeah. I get that. But it just, this time... When I look at the price, I'm like, it's it's just too expensive. Yeah, yeah I, I I was disappointed last year. I couldn't get in on the PowerCon exclusives. I would have loved that Snake Trooper and things. Mm. I think they're just mm. they were the dream come true to for me to actually see them physically made. But again, uh, I've got to weigh up uh, the price point, and I physically just could not 
um, justify it or really afford it. So mm, yeah. this is second year now, uh, not being able to afford them. <laughs> and, and look, I think they'll still they'll still sell. Yeah. Like there's a passionate group of people out there that yeah, are they're committed. nearly gone. Yeah, yeah. Like and so and about seventeen percent, but I think yeah. um, at um, for the five packs at. PowerCon and Big Bad Toy Store, I think, and about eleven percent for the Shearer. So, so they're going. Okay, moving on. Right, so uh, we've got something special lined up, and that is our, our newest Patreon member, David Bond. He reached out to us. He's got these new GI Joe uh, classified figures in hand, and uh, the legend. He did a bit of a review for us. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. I, I spoke to him about. It and I said, "Mate, these have jumped in so early," and he was he put a few pictures up, and I said. He wouldn't mind doing a, a little bit of a, a spot for us. And we, even if uh, I'm not sure of those of us who were planning to get them, we are unlikely to see them for a few months at least, I would say. Uh, and he was only too happy to oblige. He was a bit shocked that I, of all people, asked him. But uh, there you go. So how does it go? It's, uh, it's a few minutes long, this thing. So we're going to play it. We might stop at various points to sort of talk to it. Um, but, yeah, this is basically uh, Mr. David Bond's review of the G.I. Joe Classified. Hey guys, this is Dave in Florida here doing a little review for the G.I. Joe Classified series for Toy Power Podcast. I want to thank uh, Ben and the boys and especially Frank for inviting me to do this. Uh, it's a real pleasure and um, an honor to be able to do this review for you guys for the podcast. So let's get right into the toys. So here's the five box pieces of the G.I. Joe Classified series. They are numbered one through five. Um, you can see they have the Marvel Legends style of the clear box opening that allows you to see the figure inside and all the accessories. There is some amazing artwork on these. You can see that it comes in the front here and then wraps around to the side. And each one of these has an individual artwork that goes with the box. And this oh. Destro one is particularly oh, Destro. amazing. Destro. Destro guys here. And they make for a wonderful display. Another thing that I really like about the way that Hasbro box these is that they have the collector in mind. Um, you can see that you can open them from the top, and so you can restore your figures in there. You know, if you wanted to move them down the line, uh, you could resell them in packaging, or you can just, you know, it's a great way to store them if you're a, you know, mint and box collector. And can I just say the fact that they're just square, not this odd shape? Yeah, like Marvel Legends. some of the Marvel Legends if are a weird shape. If you're a box guy, yeah. like that's just straight up. And they've even got little. Um, you can see just looking at that, even if you didn't know the artwork on the side, you can see you've got four Joes and one Cobra. Yeah, yeah. Got the, the and red and the blue motif. So the the big thing, the speculation is next wave, wave two, whenever Ooh. that actually comes out will be um, a four uh, cobras and one joe. Yep. So, ah, okay. And that's replicated by the artwork on the back. So they give a bit of a, a large teaser on the back of these. We'll yep. see it soon. Yep. And um, uh, it shows ah, like Baroness and things and a, a, a ah, alley viper or whatever viper it is yep. and things. And you, you start counting the different characters that aren't in wave one. And it's like, oh, look, there's four <laughs> cobras <laughs> and one hero. So <laughs> okay. yeah. All right, cool. I will have a couple of gripes with this line. They're not big gripes, but just a few. Uh, the number one gripe being that there is no file card mm. on the G.I. Joe packaging. One yeah. of the big famous for. things from the vintage line that us G.I. Joe collectors love is that file card that was created by Larry Hama, the original writer for the G.I. Joe Marvel comic. And that's missing. You do have this individualized emblem system, 
with the name on the side and the number. So that's at least some sort of individualized, but all of them just have this standard uh, poster artwork on the back. So that's, you know, gripe number one, but not a huge issue. And we'll kind of come back to that in a little bit. So let's go on and uh, take a look at the actual figures here. Oh, he's got two sets. <laughs> that's great. Oh, and with a little so backdrop. There they all are out of package. Unbelievable. With their accessories. <laughs> so this, the main issue I've seen people complaining with this line, and this is going to be gripe number two, is the paint applications. So this isn't your vintage G.I. Joe characterization for a lot of these figures. Snake Eyes and Destro right on the mark. You know, you really get that impression of that vintage line. And you don't see a lot of changes in the way that Hasbro has done the paint apps there. Roblox version 2, he looks good. You know, there is a lot of that gold stuff on the knee pads and on the shin guards that a lot of people, I think, have had some trouble with. And Duke has a little bit there, too. But for gripe number 2 would be Scarlet. And I think that she's the biggest offender for this line on what we would expect to see from a scarlet and what those colors actually are. You see a lot of reds and blues and purples and you know that gold and yellow and it's just a little much. It's a little we, we spoke about this before. Yeah. That was the concern that she comes off looking a bit bit power rangery compared to some of the others who are meant to be your your grizzled, you know, war veteran type things. Yeah. And I just don't understand why why gold? Why put gold on your shin pads and things? Like what what army person <laughs> is gonna wear gold into the Which is uh, front line? Cle- clearly not part of the stealth no, unit. Like, no. <laughs> anyway. What's uh, what color scheme for the original toy? Does anybody know? Oh, no, I don't. I, uh, her. So yeah. uh, Scarlet was blue and blue, yellow, um, blue and yellow with, yeah. uh, with a little bit of blue. But I think it's the mash of the colors coming together. So yeah. they've overexposed. See, on her breastplate, she's got sort of gold and then yellow uh, on the um, exterior. She's got red stripes going down into her um, top of her thighs type thing. I think it's the red that does it for me. You take the right. red out. Yeah. And I, I, well, Scarlet is red. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think that the red of the costume, yeah. Yeah, obviously the red hair's got to stay, but I think there's his little red highlights on his shins as mm-hmm. well. I think if you lost that and it was a, a, blue, a blue and gold type yeah, motif, I, I think, think you could get work. away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I think that she's kind of our worst offender there for the line as far as getting away from that original paint scheme. But, it, you know, it, in the end, I don't really hate it. I like, you know, the way that Scarlet looks. I think it's a, a good-looking figure. Um, I do have a little bit of problems with that face sculpt. I do feel like she looks a little juvenile. Um, so that, you know, that's a problem for me. But But the rest of them, you know, as a line, they just look fantastic. Um, You know, I've heard some people say they do look a little Fortnite-ish. And I I can kind of see that. And, you know, it's a toy line. It could be for kids, you know. Imagine that. It's a good point. (laughs) I think as a line, it looks great. Um, Not to harp on gripes here, but while we're looking at them, I think gripe number two is accessories. Uh, uh, You know, the... Roblox cannon is just ridiculous. Um, and, you know, you can find excellent 112 scale military style uh, weapons out there. Um, Action Force um, from Valiverse is, is going to be a great resource for that. I know that they're in the Kickstarter pre-order phase right now. 
Um, so that's where I'll be getting a lot of my 112 style military collection uh, weapons. And so I'll be upgrading my GI Joes with those. But, you know, Duke's gun, Destro's laser gun, not a problem. Scarlet's crossbow, not a problem. Um, but I think my number one gripe with accessories was probably Robot's gun. And for the Snake Eyes exclusive from Hasbro, which I did get, I just haven't been brave enough to open yet. He uh, his weapons were amazing on that weapons rack, but they weren't painted and they're all mm. solid black. And oh. I think that for an exclusive like that, you really deserve to get you know some paint applications on them. Uh, so that's that's gripe number three. Um, but all in all, guys, I think this line is fantastic. Um, you know, gripes aside, if it, just taking a look at Snake Eyes here, he has some amazing sculpting going on here and this line comes with the articulation that hasbro has been giving us with marvel legends and the power rangers lightning series and you know it, it really does everything that you want it to do um if you want to get a better um review of what their articulation can do i would recommend going over to the foosh on youtube and uh, listening to robo and he can really go into detail about all these articulation points and he does that really well there's a couple that I'd really like to hit on because I think that they're worth mentioning. Um, you've got these butterfly joints on pretty much all the figures, which allows you to do these, you know, bring your arms forward mm. and really hold a military weapon the way that you're supposed to or a sword. And so they're cleverly disguised behind uh, these molds here. You get, you know, vest on, on uh, Snake Eyes and Duke here. And, but, you know, it allows that range of motion that you really need for a military-style uh, action figure. Uh, second, um, you know, for a line that's going to have a lot of ninjas and, you know, kung fu and karate and stuff, they've got these drop hips. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but it allows the amazing range of movement oh, on these legs. Whoa, so you can get some of those really dynamic poses Interesting. Um, on that hip, and then you just, you know, pop it back up when you want to get them into that so what dave's just done is he's pretty much post snake eyes on one arm kick it, fly kicking up into the air like you know like man dan style yeah yeah, yeah like at, a, at, at almost a 90 degrees angle yeah, type yeah, thing and and the cool thing when he went to do that pose he was able to move the uh accessories that are up the top of his leg mm. around so those yeah. um those gun, uh, you know, oh, nice. knife uh, yeah. holders and gun um, pocket things—they can just swivel around without dropping to his toes, yeah. which I think is really cool and well-engineered yeah. um, item to have. So, mm. yeah, very cool. I'd be, I'd be curious. I'm, I'm a big articulation guy, and I think butterfly joints for a character like Snake Eyes, perfect. You have to almost. The fact that all of them have it is good. That it allows you, you know, it's it's closer to how the human shoulder yeah. actually yeah. works, exactly. right? Well, that, that's cool if you. Want uh, Scarlet to hold uh, her crossbow with both hands in right front in front of her. Of her. That, yep. That's that's a very powerful pose to to yep. have. So yeah, vanilla stand or you know standing straight up. So those two points of articulation on this line are particularly fantastic. And I think for you know GI Joe they were are necessary. And I'm really happy that Hasbro was able to give those to us. Um. So. You know, as a whole, I think this line is fantastic. Obviously, uh, you know, I'm all in, and I will be all in on, on everything that comes down the line. Um, but looking forward, you know, what would you like to see from this line? I, I personally am going to support this line, a six-inch G.I. Joe. I've been waiting for it for a long time, and so I'm really, really happy with this. 
But that being said, guys, 2022 is the 40th anniversary of A Real American mm. Hero, which is the you know 1980s version of G.I. Joe that we all love, well, except for Frank. Yeah. Um, so Hasbro has done something else with the 40th anniversary with Star Wars, and they've got these vintage cards for Star Wars for the 80th anniversary, and they're beautiful. Um, and I think that that's an excellent idea uh, for the six-inch line and those carded collectors especially for Star Wars. But for G.I. Joe, mm. oh, yeah. you, imagine? Can I mean, you, imagine? you can almost see... You know, Hasbro's thinking here, 40th anniversary, G.I. Joe vintage card. Yeah. And guys, that would be 2022. So support this line. So just to, uh, for the listeners not being able to see uh, the video that we're watching, he's just grabbed a vintage Snake Eyes, and it looks like it's version one with the motorbike-style helmet and things like that, a mask. And he's just chucked that up there with the beautiful art of um, you know Snake Eyes pointing out in the air with his uh, Uzi at his waist-type thing, ready to uh, jump into action with the big explosion, big red yeah. and yellow explosion in the background. And it just looks so cool. And we can just imagine that on a... Uh, 40th anniversary six inch line like the uh, Star Wars 40th anniversary mm, has yeah. with their instead of their photorealistic you know screenshot from the movies with the uh, original G.I. Joe uh, explosion blast artwork on that packaging would uh, you do uh, keeping the explosion but would you do new artwork or would you simply take the original well and... I don't I think the 25th anniversary did uh, new art okay and that looked fantastic like you it was use that. it was yeah. flawlessly done and so beautifully updated and replicated it was you know just to decipher the two I think yeah. so uh, yeah updated or use the 25th I say or mm. even you know grab the original i mean this is hasbro it's, it's not like they're pulling from another company this yep. is this is their our own it's their baby exactly mm. yeah their own heritage um and i think that in a couple of years if you really wanted those you know traditional vintage style looks on the vintage style card i i don't see how hasbro could miss this it's it's just clear as day to me so be patient, support the line so that we can get this going forward. And, you know, it'll be wonderful um, altogether, especially if they can bring back, you know, Larry Hama. Yeah. Maybe update the file oh, cards yeah. or get his permission oh, to use them. Um, that would be fantastic. Uh, I'm pretty sure Hasbro still has the rights to this artwork. We, we saw it on the, um, on the updates on the 25th and the 40th anniversary for their Florence line. Um, but if not, you know, get somebody like Ron Rudad, um, who yeah. does amazing work. And uh, yeah, I'm sure he'd still be willing to do it. So that's my review for the Six Inch Joe lines. Uh, again, I appreciate you guys inviting me on and uh, good journeys. Wow. Hey, uh, Dave, that's everything. awesome. Thank Beautiful. you so much to Dave for doing that. Um, funnily enough, I did sell some toys today Ooh. and I, I jumped on and bought Wave 1. <laughs> he's on cha-ching uh, nice and, and like I, I said like I know I'm not really buying toys at the moment I'm certainly it's a net nil sum gain right so if I'm clearing <laughs> something freed up a little bit of space to, to get something else and, and I did want this to kind of be a tribute to, to Joe's um, so I'm glad now that I've seen that uh, that review I made the right decision oh there you go uh, I must say they they looked okay <laughs> um, you know, I'm not saying I'm pre-ordering or anything just yet, but 
It did Fuck look horrible. Down. We all know you're all in. It didn't look horrible. That's yeah. all I'm going to yeah. say. <laughs> so, on the, and just going into that back of the artwork again, the um, characters on the back of that artwork it was Cobra Commander yep. in his uh, large helmet oh, rather than the on cloth the, on the new ones. On the new ones, yep. yeah. Yep. So you got Cobra Commander, you got Baroness, which mm-hmm. she's just going to look so foxy. Yep. Uh, you've got one of the Cobra, uh, Cobra Troopers. Don't ask me which one. Uh, you've also got uh, is it Gung Ho? Uh, was in there as the Joe, and there's one other I can't remember. Uh, but still, uh, I think it's no, it's, it's not or something. Did you say? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but um, you know, there's lots of speculation. You know, when are we going to see Storm Shadow? When are we going to see Firefly? Yeah. When are we going to see you all got, those? You got to space out your yeah, true, so right? true. So Croc true. Master, yeah. just give me my damn Croc Master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got you've got all those spirit, you know, and Law and Order, and uh, you know, um, I'm really interested with this to see because Joe's is famous for its vehicles, right? Yeah, yeah. What and uh, you're not going to get your USS flags and any of these stuff, but. They've, they've got to do something. Yeah. Even the smaller yeah. vehicles the, the, done yeah. at the six-inch scale. Yeah. Um, well, if the line's successful, you think true. they would get to something? I mean, look at NECA. They're talking about doing a sewer layer oh, play set, Jesus. right? So, G.I. Joe, look at the heritage, right? Yeah. They, they would have to do something if yep. this line is successful, which you think, you know, I'm hoping there's enough nostalgia for Joe's. And, and like, reviews like that, yeah, we're a little bit put off maybe by some of the paint apps, but... Forgive him that. Get him in your hand. These are nice figures. Yeah. I reckon you've got to see some of those smaller vehicles redone. And, or, you or, know, you, or you get the flag with uh, a like four thousand dollar Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The best thing it's in the it's with the right company. You know, this yeah. is the same company yeah. that's putting out a Unicron. You know, and things yes. like that. Like Tell you what, it's this, not beyond the realms ha- of possibility. Ha- is it? Hasbro might Oof. enter the avenue of doing a bit of a Kickstarter project. You know, let's get a um a his tank or something. Yeah. You know, up there just as a uh, get a feel for the waters. That might smash the targets, and then they can go a little bit bigger. Yep. Or here's you know some um bikes and yeah. you know other yeah other... things like that. Single vehicle, like single cockpit type yeah. things, motorbikes, that sort of thing. Mm. You, you got to think you can put something out for like sixty bucks, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I think it's with the you know it's heritage with the right company, yep. and it's continuing with the company that still. Kicking goals with Transformers and Star Wars. I think sure. this is uh, well overdue for G.I. Joe to get its uh, limelight in. Uh, I agree, and I think there's enough fans to carry it. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. We've got a couple of shout-outs to do before we wrap this episode. Ben, over to you. Yeah, so because we're um, actually physically recording uh, together, a massive thanks to Eric Copen, a.k.a. Delta Chameleon, for the figures that we uh, unboxed uh, a little while ago, quite a few episodes. Can you do the sound, Ben? I don't even know what sound that was. That was was, uh, unboxing a shredder that I didn't think I'd ever get my hands on uh, sound. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, <laughs> that, he's, he's recorded that. He's recorded that's, that's my new message tone. There you go. All right, sweet. Um, so yeah, that's awesome to have those uh, figures finally in uh, you know Frank and Trent's position. And uh, massive thanks to Colin, aka Fair Play Things, because now I've got a um, what was it, Chuck? Ch- what's the book? 
Oh, Captain Canuck. C- Captain oh, Canuck. I've yes. finally got yeah. some Captain <laughs> Canuck love uh, in a colouring in book and I've got a little battle beast and a shredder and, um, yeah, we've all got our own nice. little goodies that yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you know, sent to us. So massive appreciation for those. Um, and uh, thank- massive thanks to Scott, a.k.a. Villain for Hire, for the Ninja Turtles Hot Wheels party vans. Yeah. Um, he hooked us up, he found a few and uh, messaged the page and, uh, yeah, Frank and I were first dibs and he, um, you know, I said, he, you know, I got out my wallet ready to give him some money for them he said no 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 charge all good so what a legend so um i've been hunting for them uh even with covid going on i have been hunting and i have not been able to find them so to to to, uh have someone else find some for us is just fantastic so yeah really really cool community we've got going on here absolutely very very special Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. And to all our patrons, thank you so much for your support and all your activity on the Discord has been fantastic. And on that note, I hope to see you around the My Little Pony Isle. <laughs> and until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're...